One of the really cool things about this whole podcasting game for me is uh, not only do I get to kind of relearn a bit of the stuff I missed out on during my wilderness years, but I also get to sit down with all the people I used to look up to and idolise myself as a kid. Um, There's been a lot of writers, at least during my youth, who I paid particular attention to. Uh, Michael Eppleston was definitely one with his acrobatics, Ben Holland with his speed and, you know, competitive results. Um, and then, you know, for me, it was Damien King and Andrew Lester. They were the probably the two guys that really jumped out for me. And before, you know, competing against these guys like Ryan Hardy and Jeff Hubbard and Mike Stewart, you know, the list goes on. So there was a period there where I didn't know these guys. I was just another Grom looking up to them and idolizing them. One guy that definitely was someone I looked up to as a kid for his style, which was totally unachievable <laughs> for me. But Matt Riley, who's the, uh, who's the guest on on this episode and um, had a really great opportunity to sit down with Matt Riley during the Kayama Pro last year. Um, he was there uh, with his son, Marlon. Uh, Marlon's ripping. He's a national champion already and he's got a nice little style developing just like his old man. Um, so yeah, he's a special one. It's a real privilege of mine to be able to sit down with these guys and get to pick their brains and ask a few questions. And um, yeah, this one was, was a real special one. So please enjoy the Matt Riley podcast. All right, well, it is with great pleasure that I'm sitting here with, I'm going to say an icon, you won't say this yourself, so I'll say it for you, with an icon of Australian bodyboarding, Matt Chopper Riley. Welcome to the podcast. Thank wow. you. Thanks for coming. No worries. Um, yeah, it's epic. It's so good to catch up with you. I remember a while back getting, um, getting a message from Form Landscapes and I'm like, who the fuck's Form Landscapes? And like, why, why is this guy suddenly messaging me? And then, yeah, I did some research. It's Matt Riley. And I was like, well, that's pretty fucking cool. I was like, pretty stoked. Nice. I'll tell you another funny thing before we kick off. There's this moment in my life. I was in, um, I was in the Northern Beaches for the first ever Northern Beaches Pro Junior Comp. Yeah. And it was held at Motorvale at the Rip Bowl. Okay. Must have been 1999 or something like that. Was I around? I don't know. You weren't, but yeah. you appeared at one point. And this was where the story was going. Like, so I won the comp. It was like a pretty sick day for me. I was having a great day. Won this comp. Yeah. And then I was hitting the piss with um, Lee Tiller. Remember yeah, Lee, yeah, Tiller? Lee Tiller? Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I used to hang out with him a bit when I was a Grom. And like, so I'm cruising along with him and we're, well, I was too young to buy alcohol. So someone must have been old enough to buy us more alcohol. Don't drink too much, kids. Um, and we're at the bottle shop. And you walk into the bottle and you see us, we're all standing there like half cut and you're just probably on your way to something important and fun. It was pretty early in the night too, so we were already pretty smashed, but you're like... You see me in the bottle shop, eh? Yeah, exactly, into the bottle you know? at Motorvale, I think. And um, and you chat to Lee for a sec and then he says, oh, I'm just Josh Witch here, he did the comp and you, you said, oh yeah, he goes, oh, he looks like Tully Beaver. And then I heard that and I was like, Matt Riley just compared me to Tully Beaver. And I was talking about it all night with Lee. You had long hair, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. I was yeah, a full right. rice nut. Yeah. And, um, and then I was like, yeah, like he said, I'm like Tully Beaver. And he goes, yeah, but you just said you looked like him, not that you surfed like him, but I wouldn't let that go. So thanks for that. Well, there you go, mate. That was well, a good that's moment. A yeah, that was a nice moment for me. Hey, could be compared to worse. Exactly. <laughs> nah, nah. We're at Kayama. Um, we had heritage heats yesterday. You had a little surf. 
Yeah, it was fun. It was it yeah. was solid. So I was um yeah, it was a good workout for me actually. I've yeah. I haven't surfed in waves that big for a while. Probably you know three or four months. Right. Yeah. So I have uh, you know on a on a bodyboard anyway. Yeah. Right. My legs are killing. Yeah. But um, it was good. You know, my son was here watching, and I had to you know put on front, in front of all these other other legends too. So yeah. I had to really you know. I was actually training a little bit before, actually. Were you? Yeah, a little bit. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't drinking beer in the week, and I was. I was doing a, went to the gym even. Did you? What yeah, were you, well, you doing? I, I, go, I go there anyway because my what back's my back's a bit heavy, <laughs> on, so okay. I'm just I'm just doing core strength and. Okay. So I just went there a bit more than the normal, you know. So yeah, I've got to got to do that. You doing some Pilates or something like that? I've got to start. No, I went. I did yoga, and that, yeah, well, that made my back worse. I think. Did it? Yeah, I, that's what I my, my physio reckons. He's okay. like, don't you know. I had like a bulging disc in it, and that's what really that's what put me out of the water for a while. And yeah, so I'm a little bit, you know, I've got to watch what I'm doing in the surf, you know. Yeah. yeah so. But you're a landscaper, right? You got your own yes, landscaping business. Yeah, 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 good. It's uh, it's going well. I've got a good crew. But are you on, are you hands oh, on? I, I try not to. Yeah. But I, some days you just got to get in there and do it, you know. Of course. Yeah. I make more money if I'm on the tools, but I'm trying to run the business side of things more. So yeah. So it's um. But that wouldn't help with a bulging disc. I was no, no, no. I'm not lifting big rocks anymore. We do a lot of stone work. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I try not to, you know, like doing, doing the light side of things. Use my brain more than my body now. Yeah, cool. Try to. How does it feel to do that? Because, like, I'm, I imagine, like, is it a job that you do, like, you were hands-on to begin with and then you transitioned to being exactly. a business owner? Yeah, so. yeah. Well, you know, you're learning running a business now. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty, pretty, you know, small business. There's only, like, four or five people working with us. Yeah. And my wife helps out with the yeah. with the books and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and cool. Yeah, so it's all right. sort of, you know, it gives me time yeah. to go surfing yeah. if I need. And Sweet. It's good on because I'm a boss, you know. So it's good. And I had, I had a good crew working with me. I had Charlie Beaver and, and, and his brother Dane working for a few years. Yeah, you know, they're on subbies. it. Hey. Yeah. But they moved up the coast now. They're up in um, uh, Byron now, and they're, running, yeah. they're doing their own stone now. They're, they're, they do stone work. They're too, stone right? masons as well. So yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're here in Kiama. Um You competed yesterday. Your son competed today and he won the national title earlier this month or he last did. month. Yeah, he's he's doing really well. Um, Pretty rad. It's 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 really good to see. I mean, I never really pushed him into it. He just sort of yeah. took it on. You know, I've been pushing him into since he's five. Really, I pushed him into waves. I mean, sure, literally. And, yeah, and he just stuck with it and did really yeah. well. And he wanted to go in the Sydney Water World Club a couple of years ago, and I was like, I really want to go down and hang on there maybe all day on a Sunday. I was like, held him back from it, you know. Did and, then, and then he wanted to go out the next year, and I was like, all right. And he had football. He's into his football, and um, he's quite good at that. So it was okay, sort of, yeah. But anyway, he did well in the city. But we won won the all his contest, won all those contests, and he won the end of year thing. Like, That's amazing. And then um, he got a little sponsor off Julio from Stealth. Shout out to Stealth. And then Shout we, out. and then we were in uh, Bali last year. No, two years ago, would have been. Yeah. And Ryan Hardy contacted me on Instagram. Yeah. He said, look, you know, I heard your son's doing well. If you're in Bali next, we've got like a little junior camp going on. Sick. And I said, I'm here right now. Yeah, right. And he goes, wow, so let's, we've got one on tomorrow, come down. And yeah. we, that's where we met Jai Taylor and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and Maddie Taylor and that. And yeah. we had like a little grammar clinic and yeah. they got him a bit more frothing on it. And Sick. So yeah, it was good to meet, meet, meet you know, Hardy. I've never met him before either. He just contacted me. Never met him before. And, yeah, and it was good that he, it was really weird how it all happened, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and he's a good bloke. He's really, he's, he's a mad frother. He's, he's really, really uh, energetic and um, yeah, yeah, positive. Yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. Just, he's, just he's a good bloke. I think really, it's really a nice simple guy. stated thing. Yeah, that, you know, he's so a good he's, bloke. He's help, helping us out with weddies and yeah. So that's pretty wild. Like because I mean, I, and I think I heard this last night when we had the heritage chats and stuff. But like, you said you retired at thirty. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I like, spent, I'm feeling, I was feeling old and like, yeah. Because like, yeah, there's, no, there's no one else above me really. Well, it was. Doing well, Epo was doing well. There was no one else really, and I was yeah. like, you know what? There's this new crew coming through, Bow Day, and you had the players, yeah, and yeah, everyone's yeah. ripping, you know. And I was like, you know what? Look, I'm, you know, I, just, I still felt like I could surf, well, but I was like, 
Because, you know, I started riding a surfboard too, you know, yeah. and um, I was loving that. Yeah. So, yeah, I just sort of transitioned like that, really. Um, had a couple of dud calls. Actually, the, what, the moment that really annoyed me, it was a world tour event in Warilla. I think it was in Warilla. Warilla. Okay. Yeah, I think it was down there. Okay. Maybe. And I had, a, I was just surfing, it was like big rip bar. I was like four foot and just like motor bar. It was really fun. And I had a couple of heats. I was doing really well. And I got beaten by Brian Press. And I was just like, oh God, that guy beat me again, mate. I was just over it, mate. You know, he just, he just, you know, lovely guy. But I was just like, man, I, I can beat you, you know. I was going to surf than him. And he was just flopping everywhere. And I was just like, mate, this is just killing me, you know. And I, that was another moment I just went, look, you know what? And then um, I think I didn't get a contract with you by Moray, and I wasn't paying to go to Hawaii again. Nah. I've been I've been in Hawaii like six years in a row. I was loving it. And yeah. It's like you know what I don't you know I don't and Australian body work, That's what we'll go into that. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, that's why I was I, was, I had a job with them. And, yeah. You know, I was like oh, you know what I'm just gonna go work with them. You know, and yeah. that was my sponsor really. They paid yeah. me to go over to Hawaii and oh, yeah. I write stories and you yeah, know they pay me, they pay me like twenty cents a word. So I twenty know, cents a word. Milk the milk the stories out as long as I could and yeah. Get yeah. Word count. So that was it. You know. Hello. Yeah, cool. I mean, so, but, but with that kind of, that's something that I thought we would probably get to in that, like, you, you are well known as being, I think it's fair to say, one of the two guys that defined the kind of more modern Australian style when it came to bodyboarding. And the other guy I'm referring to is Tully Beaver, who really, who seemed to really tighten up things in a way that other riders didn't. You know, Epo's known for a completely different approach. Mm. Bullets on the style spectrum, I think, but like, Definitely had a different kind of down the line speed. And he was just, quiet. he had his own style. He's, exactly. No one right. else even has one similar exactly. style to him. He was just like, he didn't, he had one thing about Bullet. He, he never even did a roll till he was like probably 20, 23 or 22, 23. That's mad. Never did a roll. Then he started doing them like in the, yeah, at Pipe and, you know, he's mad. But he, he was never done for his roles, you know, but he'd do them, you know, when he had yeah, to. Yeah, right. So that's funny about that. Yeah, it's crazy. But like, so in the competition scene, because you're talking about like when you finished up on these and when you kind of the, the gradual um, kind of, I guess your retirement right. is around. You said you're 30. So when, what 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 year are we looking at here? Where, well, 95, I, I think it was. Okay, so 95, 96, I think. Okay, I had, that was my last year. I went to Hawaii. I think 96. Right. I think went to Hawaii. I missed the year bullet won the world title in, in, in Hawaii. I really wanted to go to that, but yeah. I just I don't think more were going to pay for my my um, airfare or okay. like, my, renew my contract. Everything basically. was all, all Tom, I think Tom Wilson came in on the scene, and he was just like being a bit annoying, and you know, yeah. nice guy. Rest in peace, Tommy. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was. Okay. Uh, it was a bit like that. Yeah, okay. But was the competition scene a struggle for you? Because I know that like that these were the GOB days. Yeah, it was the first and there was, I think a, it was like the first or second year when I was doing exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, and it I, became I, a bit grovelly, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know, I, mean, like I, 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 I could sort of grovel a bit, but not, not enough, you know. No. Nah. Yeah, and I was and not like, floppy enough and Nah, no, nah, there was there wasn't much judging on I guess you know. What's the word like? Just more, more flow, you know. Yeah. That's what I was sort of like trying to do in heats and things. With well, I think a lot of that remains. That's why yeah, I'm getting towards it is yeah, because I, I feel like you're touching on something that is now what, like we're in 2019. It's pretty, pretty sad. It's like it's a 25 year. Hasn't, I reckon surfing's better then. Real. Maybe I'm being biased. I think no, some, no, no. I think some of the surfing back then in in waves are like. In, it has exactly the same, maybe yeah. a bit better. But when obviously it's progressed more in big waves and things, yeah, yeah. it's probably better there. Yeah. But it's the same. Twenty five yeah. it's twenty five years ago. It's like yeah. I rock back up on the scene because Marlon's back into it now and I'm like, geez, it's, it's actually like it was better then, I reckon. Yeah. It's just most of it, you know. But, um, what do you think that's all about though? Because like how, how do you make stuff work in two foot waves that you can't exactly. it's just, nothing can, can, can't progress, you know, unless it's yeah. big surf or whatever. Look, I'm looking at it now and the surfing's the same as what it was. Yeah. Like, 
you know, I was surfing heats with, with Stuart and everyone back in the day, and it was everyone was ripping then, you know, like yeah. all the Brazilians, Marcelo Segura, they were super smooth, you know. And, yeah, right. Just, just, you know, just make stuff look good. Yeah. You know, it's just the same now. You know? But it doesn't seem like looking good doesn't necessarily win heats. No. So, you yeah. know, like, you've got to have a criteria, don't you? So you, you do, gotta, but I mean, it, has the criteria always had a challenge with style? Like, has it understood how to put in flow I, I think and it would help a little bit. I mean, if the, judge, the judges know what's going on, right? If it looks smooth, they're going to give it a little another point. Little well, I think so. You'd hope but so. If, but if someone takes up and does a big flyaway roll with no style and just they land it, what are you going to go? Well, it's just subjective. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's really... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, an, go, it's an ongoing you go on about it. I know, yeah. but yeah, that's just that's just my opinion on that, really. Yeah. But with um, I just found it interesting that you'd never met Hardy as well until that point because like, I I'm, I'll probably speak for Hardy and I'd probably say that like, he must have looked at you as one of his well, yeah, idols. He, he said that, yeah, and like, I'm, I'm really it makes um, sense. Yeah, I'm stoked that I, I could you know he, he looked up to me. That's unreal. Yeah, you know, and um, had influence on him, whatever. But yeah, cause his, his style is is yeah, you know, it's pretty. Pretty good, you know. Like he, even, even Rawlins are the, you know, yeah. the, the benchmark for that sort of like, you know, drawing good lines and just, you know, being being a good, um, good all-round surfer yeah. as well as doing flips and ARSs and things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I know that Mitch struggles a bit with like he can still obviously do the flips and stuff, but I know that in some of these conditions, yeah, he doesn't want to do them. And I, I had a good chat with Louis Finnegan about it recently because um, he's a really stylish rider as well. And, and you know, we were talking about the chat, like a lot of people who probably listen to me complain about this kind of stuff would probably say that I complain just because I can't fucking do an ARS anyway. So that's why I'm hating on it. But don't do them. Oh, I just struggle. I've got this weird leg thing I do. It just fucking They don't look that good. F81 yesterday, it looked good, actually. Yeah, that did look good. I saw that, that replay. good. I don't love but it. But he invented know? the fucking thing, so yeah, it should look good if right. he's doing you're it. You're right. But, um, but... That clips look good, but... Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I've never even tried one, to tell you the truth. Um, <laughs> the bulging disc wouldn't like no, it. No, no. I'm not going to start. Nah, nah. But one so. of the things that, um, that Louis was saying is that uh, one of his challenges in competition is that he doesn't feel great having to do what needs to be done in a heat. Like, he doesn't feel great about having to do that flip. Yeah. Because he'd rather not. Exactly. He'd rather you, you do got, something well, you else. you got to do it to get through, Exactly. Yeah. So it's like there's this weird tension for a lot of riders that, and, I, and I'm guessing it might have been the same for you back in the day in that you kind of knew that you, what you were doing was pretty sweet. Like, you, you were happy with how you were surfing, but you knew that there was this kind of gap between what judges and what the kind of progression of the sport was saying was good and worth points you know like rollos or you know more and then the IRS comes along and then everybody's going to try and learn that thing and not everyone does it pretty and well, that's you, know, it. you do an IRS you're going to get more points in a roll exactly you know, how good it looks exactly know, yeah just, it's just, kind of wild yeah so I don't know I'm going to, going to start doing that IRS thing as you doing them or not oh, I reckon he's done a few but I've seen him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no he's, he's made one I reckon I don't know he's told me and I'll uh, take his word for it you'll hear this too so <laughs> well how with, with his um, bodyboarding has he Gone and looked at all of your stuff. Is it, have you been seen it? I don't, that or I don't, not? I'm showing photos and stuff. I don't. I show him stuff like the show he puts up on Instagram. And he's like, oh yeah. yeah. He doesn't really go oh, sick dad or anything like that. You know? He's pretty like, yeah, whatever. I can, I can do. I'll, I'll do that, dad. Don't worry. Like, he's, yeah. not, he's not going off sick dad. That's so good. He doesn't. He doesn't piss in my pocket, which is good. You know? Okay. That's funny. Yeah. So, That's kind of cool. Yeah. What's his style like? I haven't actually seen him. Well, I do. I do. Yet. He knows that like there's some kind of style. Well, everyone says he's got a good style, you know. Yeah. So I imagine. You know, and 
he, he knows that too. He, he can see stuff. He, he doesn't want to do floppos in the whitewash. He doesn't do them. You know, nah, I was talking cool. to him. I said, don't do floppos in the whitewash in a heat, mate. It looks terrible. Yeah. Just whatever. Just there you do. So you are influencing his approach for sure then. You're like, listen, son. He's got to learn to go left though. Because he just serves every pole at Monobo, you know. Ah, okay. He's just, just got to learn to go left more. He can go left, but he just needs to, you know, yeah. just do rolls on left. He doesn't, he hasn't got down yet, True. you know. So. How about like, you, you get to see him now as a, as a young bodyboarder in this today's scene with bodyboarding and for you, like how old were you when you first picked up the bodyboard? I was in sixth grade probably. No, I think, oh okay. I think it might have been fourth grade. So I was probably about 10. I, I had got a surfboard and then didn't like it. It just hit me or something and so I cut my foot on the fin. Yeah. And then this um, bodyboard, bodyboarding magazine, no, surfing magazine had like this bodyboard magazine pullout thing in it. Yeah, right. About 1985 or four. Okay. And I was like, there's a pullout poster of Ben Severson in it. This is Sandy's just doing a big store. And I was yeah. like, I'm doing this. This is ridiculous. This is way more fun. So my mum was angry. I had to sell the surfboard. And then I, first of all, it was a Scott bodyboard. Nice. Like a yellow one, no slick rode that for a, for a few years and then I went at a couple of comps that was a Scott Sunbreaker contest yeah, right. one at Manly then you qualified to go on the big one at Bondi yeah. I won the one at Manly I think I got second or something can't remember I got to the one at Bondi and got fourth in it and it was like the well, I got a sponsor of Scott, and I got yeah. I was, I was, Game I, I think I think Carl Gold got. He was in the final, and some other guy, Rob Rob Berrio, I think from Port Macquarie, I think his name was. Yeah, okay. so we're going back. But he 85, I think his was. Yeah, and I got I still got the trophy. Actually, it's like a little wooden trophy. It's really cool. And then yeah, so that's how it sort of started. I just did went in a couple of comps, and yeah. there was a Northside Bodyboard Club started up. Actually, I went in that. Yeah. Evan Penglis, I met him, and that's where yeah. I met, met Bullet. Yeah, yeah right. did a couple of trips up the Seal Rocks, and yeah, right. Yeah, so just going back, just thinking out loud. Yeah, 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 yeah it's, that's it's, cool. Um, but yeah. what was the scene like in that moment? You know, like it was, it was obviously, this is like, this is when bodyboarding really started. Yeah, it was pretty, it was like that Ben Severson. There weren't magazines yet. It was surfing magazine and putting a bodyboarder in a surfing mat. And then I think they just had like every, I think they just had like a bodyboarding section in the back of surfing. Yeah. And then they just, when they started the mag, it came yeah. out four times a year. I was yeah. just like, loved it. You know, that's all yeah. you had. There was not much movies or anything. It was yeah. Just, yeah. So. It was good. I think I did a, I did a movie in Australia. I think it might have been the first ones. I think it was Bodyboarding Down Under. Yeah, right. Me and Bullet were in it. Up uh -huh. at um, Treachery. Had like a bit of footage Sweet. out there. And, and then I think the next one obviously was Rip the Pit. The yeah. famous Rip the Pit. Um, How did that feel being in that? Because I, I sampled a bit of Ripping the Pits. Um, yeah. We yeah. got it all. Like that's the, that's that's the, the song I used. And, yeah. and I kind of like... Was it a cringeworthy moment for everyone? Or did you guys just kind of... What, what, how did you all feel at the time? Because a lot of people look at it and think... That was terrible. Well, we, it was all good because there yeah. was a film crew in Hawaii, right? They were yeah. filming it, so we didn't know what the editing, what the finished product was going to be. So okay. we were like stoked we're doing a movie on us, you know. Okay. Um, I got a couple of good waves in it. Everyone yeah. got good waves in it. But then all of a sudden they had that that cringy dance crap that we, we had young in it, mate. That, I wasn't a part of that, luckily. So yeah, I, you're not I, in I, it, I are you? It, thank God. It was yeah. a date with They called everyone to come and I just didn't show up. I was like, I'm not doing that shit. Oh, you, you, you boycotted yeah, it? Yeah, I was like, no way I'm doing that. You know? So I was in it, but I mean, half of it was good, I thought, for what it was, and half of it was just, I just, I just lost the plot. It was, yeah. it's, it's, Marlon sees it now and he's just like, my God, Dad, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I said, I wasn't in that bit, son. So, yeah, son, look at the video yeah, clip. Yeah. I'm not in the song, I've got, all right? I've got a good Weber pipe in it. Check it out. You know? Look at that. Not the, not, so I wasn't. Yeah, but that was, that was pretty funny. That's classic. Yeah. See, so. I look at that as a guy today who, like, I mean, I kind of dig that. I The absurdity of the 80s, like in the style, I find it quite fun. And yeah, that was 89 and, it was. Yeah, 89 right. it was first made. I think it came 89, 90. Exactly. That was my first year in Hawaii. Yeah, right. 
So like I enjoy it because it's kind of cool. I find it cool today, but I can imagine at the time some like, and I, I think it's well documented and discussed that a lot of people look at that moment as potentially one of the moments where bodyboarding started to lose its whole shit and began its like kind of decline in many ways, right, or not? I don't know, I think, no, 90s is when it was huge. I think right. that was just, just forgotten about quickly. Thank God Stroh oh, okay. came along, you know what I mean? Like, he, okay. he saved the day kind of thing with his underground tapes, really. Oh, right. And that was, you know. Because that was 91, the first, or not, was it 89 or not? First underground tapes. I don't know when it was, but it came out straight after the Ripped a Few Days. Stroh okay. did something, he did something, and it's just, now he's filming all the, all the Cronulla guys, and yeah, okay. so. So you, you reckon that actually saved the day for bodyboarding Australia? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So. I mean, when that came along, were you able to get amongst, you know, was it really just a Cronulla-centric thing, or was it hard coming from the no, northern he, side? No, he would come over and film me, for sure. Yeah. Like, he, you know, I sort of go on a couple of times, but not really. Those guys wouldn't give me ways. they just drop in on me. Yeah. So I knew if I went out there, I'd just get, I'd just get driven into the reef. So, yeah. you know, I just did my... I went to Hawaii and got my waves there, really, in the yeah. day, you know, like... Yeah. In hindsight, I probably should have gone out there more, but um, it's like, you know, I just... You know, I get dropped in so, so many times yeah, to give up. Yeah, exactly. But, um, nah, that's it. Australia, Australia was cool, uh, you know. He helped us out a fair bit. He gave us exposure and, yeah. you know, and he had his own little mag there too, which he yeah. gives, me, gives me a bit of record now. I've put some photos up on his, on his Instagram of me lately, yeah. so I don't know. Thanks, no, Stroy. That's super cool. And yeah, big shout out to Stroy. His contribution to the sport can't really be understated. Yeah, I just saw his son last night, Craig, actually. Yeah. At the pub. Didn't haven't seen him for a few years either. Yeah, sick. Um, I, I, was, I was trying to get a, um, a discussion. We, we kind of touched on this last night with the, with the whole thing about the stylish approach that you had with bodyboarding and other guys probably didn't so much at the time. But I just asked Jeff Hubbard before I came to talk to you. I said, what would you ask Matt Riley? if you are doing this podcast yeah. now and he said well one of the things that he in, is interested in is like it seemed like the style that you guys had seemed like almost like a north side approach like and that he said like look at these guys on the beach and on land like and he's referring to the player boys as well they're like pretty stylish dudes like they like is there a thing about coming from the north side where people actually do think about aesthetics maybe a little bit more and it translates into performance do you think there's anything Possibly. there? Possibly. I don't know. That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, I just... There's rarely any kind of bogans on the North Shore, right? Like on the north side of like the peninsula. Yeah. Well, you know, or are they there and we just don't see them? Oh, yeah. It depends where you go. I mean, you know, you've got Narrow Meadow. Or you, you, know, you, go into, you go to Narrowena. Yeah, yeah it depends right. where you go, you know. You okay. have south you go. Yeah, sure. But, um, yeah. no, Narrow Bean's good. Narrow Bean's good. I, I, I don't surf there anyway, so whatever. South Narrow Bean we surf these yeah. days, but yeah. No, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, it's, that's, a, that's a good point. But yeah, not really, I don't even think about that. It's just, nah. it's what it is, really. It's interesting though, because there is this pretty clear difference, like like at least in a period there, it seemed like there was just more attention paid to those those subtleties. Yeah, that, possibly. Like, you know, Benny plays a stylish dude, he's got a good style, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, oh yeah. yeah, as soon as I got, well, you know, I just wear quick super clothes, I mean, I don't know if that's stylish or not, but as soon as I wasn't sponsored, I'm not, I had a choice to buy clothes, I guess, so you're yeah. not going to, that's why I look at like, I'm going to buy stuff that like, I like, and not yeah. wear I mean, who would wear Pixel clothes these days? No one, does anyone? Well, they're bankrupt half the yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, obviously, no one's wearing it. Yeah, or any surfwear for that, you know? Like, How does it feel? Like, did, did you have to deal, like, we, we had a little chat beforehand, like, about, like, the career development and your retirement, and you actually said that this was, in Kayama, you actually had your last event as a pro. From what I remember, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember like, that event, like, what it was all about? I think it was one of the... 
one of the tour events, yeah, and I just thought I had a set of bad heat, and I was just had the shits, and I was just over it. I went, you know what, I'm, I'm cooked, just over it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And did you have sponsors? Did you? Did you uh, have... I think, yeah, I was sponsored off Rip Curl at the time. They would give me free weddies, and, and I think I was just getting free boards off, off more. I still was not to no money or anything, I think. I, just, I was just getting free stuff, really. What's up with that? Why, why the dry up? Because this is in the peak of, like, this is, what, I just, 95? I was probably just, you know, lost a bit of interest in it, and... Yeah, you know, I was probably partying a bit more. And, oh, okay. Yeah, went, went down that sort of track for a few years. Right. And, you know, that was it. I was just like, yeah, that was it really, I think. Okay, so you just kind of switched off from yeah, it. Yeah, you could say that, I guess. Just sort of that? lost interest in it, you know. Or did you, like, did you get too much money from it and you're just like, yeah, I'm going to have no, a great enough, time. Never enough money. Just, um, <laughs> that was the thing, you know. Like, I, I, I was always struggling for money. That's why everyone goes, well, you got any, got any old boards, Matt? And I'm like, nah. I sold them all like, to get to the next event or, yeah. you know, to eat next week or to pay rent or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I think I was getting like 12 boards a year. One a month, selling and ten of them. I, I, I'd probably sell half of them. Yeah, easy. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'd probably even go over my quota. And then if you went over your quota, you'd have to. I think you got to pay. I forget. I don't know. I think I did it once or twice. Had to buy them. Yeah, yeah, you did buy them. Yeah, but I'd never paid them. I never paid them. I think it just came off my salary. I don't know. I can't remember. That's hilarious. Pretty funny. Um, with like looking back on the career, like, do you? I don't know. Do you have any regrets about the way you exited? Because it sounds like you kind of just lost interest. But is that just organic? It was just the way it was always going to be, or was there anything no, you'd look back not and change? Really? Like, I'm a, probably if I was a bit, you know, like I was a bit healthier and I sort of trained a bit more, I look back at that and I was a bit more, I could be more confident in the sea, bigger surf, and yeah. could have gone a few more years. Like yeah, but, yeah. You know, I. I I've been in it for a while now, yeah. since the start, you know, yeah. I've been bodyboarding since I first came to Australia pretty much, I was doing it, so yeah. um, that's the thing, I yeah. um, just got over it, you know, as you do, like I've been doing it since I was 12 and I was 30, so that's a few years, you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, I understand. and now I'm back into it. How does it feel? Is. Ballard. Hey! How <laughs> you going? He's right, going to watch the Sharks. You! I'm going to get you for a podcast one day. Yeah, Ballard. He ran out of the room when yeah, I tried I to mention him last night. Um, how does it feel to catch up with everyone? Like, is it pretty wild? Yeah. You don't get to see these guys. Yeah, very I was often a little bit anxious coming in here, actually. Oh, yeah? Up with all his. yeah? I was like, you know, I haven't seen him for 20 years, you know? And, yeah, right. It's been that long. And then you get in here and you say hi. It's, everyone's, everyone's good mates, you know? Because it was even right off back in the day, you know? Everyone was right off. And so it's been pretty good. Everyone's like really friendly and, and nice to you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, a little bit of a hassle. Ballard writes everyone off, doesn't he? But um, <laughs> the Nugget's not here, so. <laughs> I heard yeah. that. Um, I, uh, it would have been good to have Nugget here, but he's, he's a wild man, isn't he? Like, you never oh, know yeah. which way it'll go. Yeah, no, I don't know where he'd have to stay with. He'd probably. Yeah, he doesn't mind it all night, especially with, with everyone that's down here. Exactly. But it's good to catch up with everyone, it's really good. So I see Bullard and Epo and Barney and yeah. even even older crew. Epo, I mean, uh, who else? Evan Penglis, I haven't seen him yeah. for a few years. Hawkey. Yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it was good. And then, you know, it's good to get Marlon to meet them all as well. You know, that was, that was a good thing as well. Yeah. So, yeah. You mentioned in the in the career for you, and I, d- I totally didn't know this, and I totally should have known this, like, you, you became the editor of Australian Bodyboarder. At what, what, what period were you running that magazine? From 1990 when it first came out. The first right. issue was Ben Severson on the cover. Yeah. Up until like when I, I wanted to make a go of bodyboarding because it was it was inhibiting my exposure. Riptide wouldn't publish photos of me. Yeah, right. They just, I, would, I didn't exist. Who was the editor of Riptide when they were? Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah. And I, it wasn't him. I think it was the... the Morrison, Morrison Media. Morrison Media. Yeah. Oh, it was, he was just 
told what to do, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. He, he was nice to me when I saw him, and he, he tried to, you know. He just told me, he goes, you're not going to get any photos by working in Australian bodyboarding, Matt. He tried. That's heavy. Yeah. So, but then I did, I got a cover in the end. Okay. I, I did, when I stopped working for Australian bodyboarding, I got a cover. Instant cover. Yeah. yeah. So okay, was, so he was telling the truth. Yeah, it was a drop knee cover at South Narrabeen. It was a really good shot. I think I know that shot now. Yeah, and um, Sean Davey took it, smashed me in the face of the camera. <laughs> I didn't even want to go out. I can't, and I got, a, I got two photos, I think. And um, both, of, one's a postcard still getting around. And one's a, one's a yeah, so. Oh, well, worth the smash in the face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. But yeah, back to the Australian bodyboarder. I, I got a call from Andrew Kidman. Yeah. Who, uh, you know Andrew Kidman? I do, and he's just releasing really beautiful films yeah, still. And really, yeah, he, yeah, he would hate stuff. you to know this, but he was actually, the, he was pretty much the editor. He just had my name there. Uh-huh. As the, you know, because I didn't know how to run a magazine. All right. He just goes, I need you to come and tell me what, who's who, what photos go where. Right, and I just, I just wrote the captions and picked the photos, really. So you're a consulting bodyboarder? Pre- pretty much, yeah. And That's I, pretty I, my, cool. And my name was on the... You were the editor? Yeah. So wait, wait, are you saying that, but did you write anything down the line? Or yeah, was yeah, there a yeah. I, I wrote the stories, but he, he edited it basically. Okay, you know, I mean, I he was, laid it I'd, out. I'd write the stories and okay. do the captions and stuff. Yeah. He was he was a really good writer. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd write shit and I'd be like, what am I writing here, you know? Yeah, like, okay. I need to like, get it get it together here and yeah, you know, right. write something prolific, not just, yeah. not just banter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to write stories and, you know, I thought maybe I can, this would be a good job, you know, but then they only employ me two days a week. Like, so okay. I, I think I was getting like 150 bucks a day back then. So I was getting 300 bucks a week there, plus I get money off bodyboarding, off yeah. rain. Nice balance. Put a little bit of money, yeah, here and there, just doing a couple of days, a, a day or two working as well, like, you know, yeah. landscaping back that time. Okay, so you were always into Yeah, yeah, I was always doing landscaping there when I left school, I did that, so. Yeah. Um, I was a greenkeeper actually, then I went to landscaping and yeah. hated that, that was a shit job. But um, yeah, so about the, the bodyboarding magazine, that was it. It was just two days a week. Then they paid me to go to Hawaii every year yeah. and do the stories, and you know, so it was good. And plus, I had money from other you know avenues as well, which yeah. was the, the bodyboarding, I mean, the, the sponsors. So. That's cool. I mean, I actually assumed that it was something that might have happened towards the end of your career, because I, I just assumed that you got into bodyboarding, got the sponsors, and just kind of took off. But instead, you actually were part of the media creation like you were in the media and then you said you had to kind of leave it so you could pursue bodyboarding yeah, well, that's more I, yeah well I thought you know look I just I just thought you know I want to try something I want to give it a go I want to yeah. do it I had a good year in Hawaii that yeah. year that was, and then that's when PJ did interview. I couldn't run photos myself anymore I was just like well was that a bit awkward yeah, were you able was, to yeah, run photos I had photos? to just give myself because I probably wouldn't do it so I had to publish photos myself in that magazine I worked at it was, it's kind of weird you know? I can so see it that's why I, I just said look I'd probably know, still do it though I, yeah well, <laughs> I had to, had to yeah. leave, didn't I? Well, you wouldn't so, have had any exposure then. No, no. That would have been so wild. So I ran occasional shots of me in like stories, I, mean, I was pretty much like, you know, not there. Not compared, compared to what everyone else is getting, you know? So yeah. that's why I said, look, PJ was sort of interested in the job. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think PJ got any photos ripped after that either. I, I don't know how it worked. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Heavy. I remember, but then, Mag Wars. Yeah, he did a big story on me. So then I had a full profile on Australian Bodyboard, the one with Percy on the cover. Yeah, right. I had some really good photos in Hawaii that year. And, and that was the year Quicksilver dropped me, actually. I, had all those, I gave him all that exposure in Hawaii, and then I got dropped by Quicksilver. So, yeah, right. And then I went to, um, went to Cuda. They were really good. Yeah. And, yeah. Classic. Yeah. To Tezza. We can hear his voice in the background now. Yeah. Tessa was the team manager, team wasn't Team manager. Yeah, there's a really good team too. That was great. It was like a bit more, um, you know, I said underground wasn't as high profile as Quicksilver, obviously, but it was a more friendly environment. And it was. The, and the guys are really cool. And they're like, here you go, you got some money to go away. You know, yeah. I was giving them good exposure. And I went to Port Escondido, actually, and got, got yeah. some good, in Mexico that one year, I got some good photos for Cuda then. And, Epic. Um, yeah. Epic. So. I mean, it's um, it w- was it an interesting shift? Like, I, I realised um, I had you and Dave Appleby up on the 
up on the stage last night, even though we won't actually be able to publish any of that because everyone's too loud. Oh, really? Was it too Yeah, no, nah, it's too, 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 too loud. loud. But it was a good chat. But, like, you mentioned that, like, he was the team manager. Was he the team manager that dropped you or what? Oh, I think so. Yeah, there was a little bit of a shift, power shift there. You know, yeah. me and him were sort of like, you know, we're, we're good mates now. You know, I went to Hawaii with him a couple of years. But, you know, we were good friends. But he just sort of wanted to be the team manager, you know. Yeah. And he, and he, Makes he, he wanted to be the boss, you know. Yeah. I was like, you know, whatever, mate. You can have it. Yeah. I'm going, eh? Like, whatever. Yeah. I didn't bother me at the end. Yeah. So I couldn't deal with him. He's pretty like, even Gibbsy, him, he had a little bit of a thing going on, you know. But he, Nick, they kept Nick Gibbs and then they picked up a good team. I think they had. Got the players. They got the players. Did, did Tyson, no, Tyson was Ripcurl, wasn't he? His Rippies, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, they had a good team. They had McGregor. Yeah. Had a good chat, catch up with him last night, actually. Yeah, he's a good time. Yeah, he is. He's a good time. So. But, but going to Cooter, I mean, I, I think you might have even come through. I think one of the cool things that they did back in the day with the Cooter Lines coaching clinics, I think you you might have yeah. been on the team doing that stuff. That's I think right. he's yeah, came through Boston once. Of that. Yeah, we, um, it was a good time. Justin Teeth Stewart was on the team. Oh, yeah, Teethy. Um, <laughs> yeah, but to me and him hung out. We were, yeah. we were good buddies through that. We hung out and you know, we did many trips and it was, yeah. it was good, yeah. It's epic. It's epic. Yeah, um, with the... Adam Murray, Adam Murray was another guy on the team. He's oh, a, that's he's right. A, he's a, he was a good bodyboarder. Probably still, still... I think he surfs now. I don't know. Yeah, he's in point. He does really good art. I've yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen him. I, I do too, yeah. He's... Um, he's no, he's doing cool stuff. I mean, stepping back into the scene, like you, you mentioned you're a bit nervous about kind of meeting up with everyone and, you know, like- Because I, I was out of it, you know, I was gone. Yeah, I was like, that's I'm not what I mean. Like, anymore, I'm done gone, you know, well, like was whatever. was it? I'd see someone around, sure, you know, and I never really kept in contact with anyone. Like, Bullet, maybe, and- Yeah. Uh, no, that's about it, really. And, was it um, weird for you, though, like on a local level? Because like, you must have been known as Matt Riley, the bodyboarder, yeah, and yeah. then suddenly you're not doing it. I know it was a bit of a weird thing for me when I left bodyboarding for a while. Is that for five years after I hadn't touched a bodyboard, yeah, people yeah. ask me how my bodyboarding is going, and I'm just like, I don't do it. Like, I mean, I'm out. Yeah. Like, was that hard for you in your local community to? to get rid of it from your identity? Like, was it a hard thing to drop or really? did nah. people just let it go? People always ask what, you know, bodybuilding, I, I am, you know, people know me, but yeah, I didn't, didn't really bother me, eh? I was nah. just like, I'm done with it. I found know? it really hard. Really? Yeah, I found it really hard, because I felt, I think I felt I didn't feel sad, sad or anything. I mean, I, I, I'd see, you know, I saw the new crew coming through. Yeah. You know, that's the new generation, whatever. You know, you can't yeah. think about that. I'm like, cool, cool. Yeah. I did what I could and I had, I had a good time. And Maybe you left at the right time. I yeah. was 20, I was 23. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird. You, I think that leaves you weird. thinking, I'm still young, I could have done more. Yeah, you know, I mean, exactly. I, I was 30, and that seemed like, a, that seemed like you know, that's super no, old. No, it's about right. It could be. Then. It seems about right these days, too. A lot of guys are tapping out around that age, and, yeah, they're not so um, competitive and whatnot. What time's, but, your, what time's your heat, mate? You, that's you what I was thinking. I should actually have a look at that. Let's have a look. Heat. I don't want to miss my heat. I've got a reputation for that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to check the stacked app. I think um it's looking fun at it too like it's gone I think it's gonna be real nice. Yeah. Chrome man, let's see here. Using the stacked app, anyone watching or listening to this stacked should download app. it. Um You know I'm good. I'm good now yeah, I've got plenty sweet. of time. We can we can we can talk. We can yarn. Um so yeah, so so there wasn't this difficulty in transitioning away from the sport. Like, you didn't have like an identity crisis to say like, oh, who am I if I'm not? No, nah, not I am. at all, really. No, look, I just, mate, I'm just busy with the, you know, I, 
met a really cool chick. We got yeah. we got three boys. Yeah. So I'm busy with my business. So I'm, yeah. I had some, got into something to get into. I think. Yeah. You know, if you just okay. leave it and you got nothing going on. Yeah. Well, I, I made that. I had to. I said, right. I, I need to get a job. I need yeah. to live. I'm yeah. going to make a business. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to get a job for anyone. I can, couldn't be fucked on that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've never really worked for anyone. I've always just done my own thing. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you're still you're employed by people, really, essentially, but not clients. Yeah, exactly. But you know, you can. But it's different. You're a guy that like you. You kind of had control of the situation, I guess. But, like it, it wasn't as if like you hear some of these stories where guys and a few of the guys I've interviewed on the podcast, like they've gone from having a salary to having zero, and then having to figure out. Well, what I never to had do. that much money. Yeah, start, so you, you know didn't I mean? have that problem. I didn't lose. I wasn't on a fifty thousand dollar contract, exactly. and I had nothing. You know, I was only on the most. I think I was earning twenty grand a year. The okay. most, you know. So you always had to supplement Plus what prize money doing. and stuff like that, you know, yeah. selling boards. Yeah. And, you know, that was probably the most I was making in one year. Because I think Ballard and Mackin, those, those are the guys that they got money. The cash. They were like on 100 grand a year, I think, you know. I was on the, like the next tier down, you know. It's interesting. And I, ne- though, I never had a board model. I probably should have done yeah, that. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I'll, I'll go on that with I'll touch on that with you. Um, yeah. More I mate, love them, you know. They're the best boards, I thought. Yeah. I, was, I wouldn't ride anything else. I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, until I could ride, right? Yeah. So, but then I'd won the hot butter contest twice, two years in a row. Yeah. And Terry Fitzgerald wanted to sponsor me. He said, how about getting a sponsor? And I was like, man, I can't ride those boards, mate. How, why don't we do, get like a, a, a tubes board or, or get, get Mez to shape it up and put a, put a stamp on it? Wouldn't have it. I had to ride uh-huh. the shit hot butter boards, you know. Right. Well, they were, they were terrible back then, you know. They're probably yeah. better now. Every, every board board's the same now, you know. Pretty much they're all made in the same place and, almost. And yeah. the same thing happened with um, uh, Hydro. Yeah. He was going to get me and Ballard on the team, Don, yeah. Don McCready. And um, I was going to have my own board model and everything. I probably, oh, right. I probably, you know, could have done that, but yeah. I couldn't wear those flippers either. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about about it last night, and he goes, "They were so bad. Like, <laughs> cut your feet over, and they look terrible too. Like you can, I can't wear Churchills like till that's it. You know, I'm not, I can't wear any other flippers. Even Stellas are hard to wear. You know, they're great flippers, but they don't fit my feet. I'm just molded I, to a Churchill. I, I also think like you know that style that came with wearing Churchills, I you just can't beat it. I don't know what it is, but there's just something that isn't right. Oh, the flippers look wrong. Looks wrong. They yeah, look I wrong. don't get it. I don't. I don't get it either. Yeah, yeah. it's wild. It's, it's weird, eh? Like it just looks strange. Like to see other other someone doing a big air four with flippers like that just looks. Maybe because you're used to seeing Mike Stewart with the Churchill, you look. You know what I mean? And uh, but I mean Vipers. I mean that. You know, you're sponsored by them now. Well, I, I just got sponsored. Yeah, but um, but they've got the Delta. Like I wouldn't wear the. Like I would feel weird wearing the other. The square ones. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Well, you can't drop me with them, can you? No, nah, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, but do, I, you, I feel weird with a different shape now but the, the vipers feel good like mm. but it's a similar kind of shape it's the yeah. the dolphin you know tail shape i guess i've, I've got a my foot's ripped open from wearing flippers up in yeah up right in the week. i was uh, surfing snappy the other week kicking in the rip for about an hour and i ripped my foot open i just got a big ulcer don't really wear flippers and uh yeah it's a giant hole in my foot damn welcome back yeah exactly <laughs> so but what's um like going back to the good old days? Like what's what's maybe like the moment in your career that you would look at and say like that's like the ultimate like a moment that stands out for you that you remember like as a clear high point in your bodyboarding life? Um, I just think just going to Hawaii every year. You know, that was it. Not, I wouldn't say one moment. Just okay. just those going, I look forward to going to Hawaii every year. You know, I I, I still would like to go again. You know, I'll yeah. put my luggage a bit on and take him there and. Sick. I don't know how I'm going to go, but... Um, <laughs> You'll be right. Yeah. We, I, I heard, I've been going back a few years now, and I'm like it's not completely as crowded. out of my day. It's not as crowded, is it? Nah, it's nah. It's not... Like, you know, I've, I've had... I've been beaten up in the surf out there by Johnny Boy Games at Pipe one time. He thought it was... I dropped in him, and it wasn't... You know, I've had Dane Kilo right. grab me. It was gnarly days back then, you know? Yeah. Like, you get slapped for looking at the wrong guy back then. You know, I was terrified, yeah. you know? I, 
Yeah, so yeah, it's definitely mellowed out a bit. But yeah, I think if you're a complete goose, you probably still have problems. Yeah, exactly. still have problems if you're a real goose. And, you know, but, but I think generally you're not gonna like at least as far as I've noticed it. You're not gonna as long as you just if you're just sitting there and you look at someone, you're not gonna get a slap in the face. You know, like it's not. Gonna no, happen. no, it's a bit, bit more calm there. But you know, so you copped a you copped a you copped a whack from Johnny Boy Gomes. Oh, he grabbed me and he hunted me down and yeah, it was gnarly. He reckons uh, it's in one of Stroey's videos. He rides up the back of his bodyboarder. Yes. He drops in on him and you, and then uh, I had a black Mike Stewart board and a tube suit on, like yeah. a picture of a tubey blue I remember one. this now that you talk about. And it wasn't, it was he comes out and he goes, Sponger, calls me over and I'm like, the surf went flat out quite right. It was like, yeah. you know, it was only about six, six, six foot or something. Yeah. It went, just went flat and everyone just goes, he's calling you and I went, I just didn't answer back and I paddled away yeah. and he just paddles up to me and splashes me. Yeah. And I just went, hey dude, look, I know who you are. I'm not gonna, I wouldn't fucking drop in on you dude, you know? Yeah. And he just goes, just slaps me like again in the back of the head and then I just, I just caught a wave quickly. Yeah. Just somehow a wave came and I caught one down to gums and I, I was I thought I'm gonna surf out gums. Yeah. And he came kicked out straight out next wave again. He was grabbed me by the neck by the neck and he's going, I said, Oh look, stop mate, I'll find the guy. I, I know I saw that wave. It wasn't me. Yeah. I had the best Australian accent. Yeah. And he sort of stopped and went, Oh, I don't know what he was on, eh? He's just this he was a freak, you know. Yeah, he's hardcore, eh? And um yeah, so that was that was probably the gnarliest one I had. I was I was pretty scared. Fully. And then Dane Killer had to one time just grab me as well. So he was going back door and yeah. I was just sitting next to him all the time going these pipe lefts. Yeah. And he, he could realise what I was doing. He just grabbed me. Just no more. Just grabbed me by the boardies and just and I was like and I just went in after that. I didn't want another episode. That was in one year, so I had two episodes and I was like, geez, I better take Were it you easy. pushing it too hard? I think so. Well, you, it's yeah. so hard to get waves. You gotta yeah. do what you gotta do. But that yeah. Johnny one, that was just a mistaken identity. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that'd be hard to take. I had Martin Ugly one with Marvin Foster. We went yeah, to right. uh, me and Nugget went back to this house at, at Belsey Land one night with his I think it was his I think it was his girlfriend. Oh jeez. Jen or something okay. her name was. We went back there and she goes, Oh my god, Marvin Tom and we've gone you're joking and we left our thongs at the front door and he comes in and we just ran out the back door and ran mate like we found out because Strider was this kid was living in the house with him yeah and we found out that Marvin it was Marvin Foster's girlfriend yeah like we could have got I don't know what would happen, man. He's a gnarly guy. So yeah, hang up a nugget, get you, you know. I think, I think Nugget was cheating here. I wasn't there. It was, it, yeah, she was just a bodyboard chick, you know. Yeah, she goes, come back to our house, you know. And we yeah. went back, we were hanging out, and then Stride was just he wakes up and goes, "What are you guys doing?" And we go, "Hey, Marvin's home," and we we're like, "Carpools up the driveway, man." And yeah, we just we just ran out the back door. Right? That's heavy. Yeah, Belsey Land, man. Yeah, Belsey Land. Yeah, that's pretty calm. I think it's all calmed down a lot there now. But yeah. Um, well, last, I mean, last yeah. time I went there was 2003, actually. Yeah, I went, just went back there on, on a trip oh, yeah? on my own. Yeah, we, sick. I was hanging out with Brett Lilliman and, and Fergus. Actually. Yeah, sick. Yeah, so, I saw um, Lilliman out there the other. Really? Yeah, he's uh, he's out there every morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's still doing it. He's still doing it, just, mm. just we saw unassuming cool. charger. Yeah, he's he's nuts that guy, man. I know. Like, yeah, he's so mellow, but he's just like this psycho. <laughs> he is, hey. <laughs> yeah, he took me this, took me on this uh, place on the east side. It's like this island, right far, really far out, like a right hand, like Belzey Land. Yeah, right. I don't know. It was like the sharkest paddle I've ever done in my life. I was sure I was gonna eat by a tiger shark. No one out. Yeah. Been about a 500 meter paddle over this like this deep water, and I was like, because no one's out. Pipe was about 10 foot. It was really crowded. Let's go surf the east side. When I go, went over there, and uh, yeah, that was that was it. That's that was heavy. my last ever with him, actually. Ten, ten years, fifteen years ago. That's heavy. I mean, so what? What do you think it was uh, like? Apart from obviously the pipeline being like this mecca, or the North Shore being this place um, that everybody kind of looked to. Like, what was it that attracted you there? And also, like, 
what is, why is it the, the best memories? Why are the best memories from there for you? Like, what is it about it? Oh, I just, you know, you think just good surf every day. Yeah. It's crazy. You can just surf so many, like, I remember staying at log cabins one year. Like, I don't even know. My first year I went there. Yeah. I didn't even know how gnarly it was. And I was just so like, gnarly. didn't know what it was like. And yeah. what I didn't know was, was actually good. Because I was yeah. just, yeah, it was like six, six, eight foot. And we were just out there just having a blast, you know, like just, I wasn't putting clothes out to out there, but nah. I was I was definitely getting some some good waves out there. You know, that stuff like that, you know, memories like that are. Uh, good, it is you know. surprising. You can like I, I surfed that a fair bit as well last time I was there. Kaiki, like, Kaiki, yeah. super fun. We, like, we surf, we surf Jockos. Surf, yeah. yeah, there's always a wave. I oh, see so you cruise along the other stretch yeah, there and yeah, actually yeah. go there as we well. We must go there a bit actually, Jockos. Yeah, a bit sharky down there too. That these days. It is. It is. So yeah, no, just Hawaii, you know, in general. And um, yeah, I went to Porto. That was probably another good trip I did. That was really good. I went there with Chad Barber and Kainoa and Scott Carter and and, yeah. and uh, Rick Bannister was there. Adam Murray. It was a really good. Epic. Roach was down there. It was a really cool crew. They they stayed. Not, they left actually. And I stayed for another, probably two weeks. I'd have a month down there. Sick. And um, thought I'd adjust, but yeah. uh, still feel it was that heavy that place. It's so. Heavy. I didn't know it was that like, that big. Yeah. That's gnarly. I remember Lance until I was he goes, you better do some training, bro. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? What do you mean? So I thought it was just like, you know, six to eight foot beaches. Yeah. It was like 15 foot when I got there. I was terrified. Yeah, and it's powerful and it shifts a lot. So you just kind of get, you can get caught inside on a lot of those too. Yeah. I, I had the best ways at La Punta actually. That yeah, that's break. fun. That's fun. Really fun. Like heavy though. Real wedgy and just thick. But yeah. It was really fun. I got some good, good shots there with, uh, I think Russ Hoover was the photographer actually. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was another really good trip. And so these are the big memories. Yeah, just you know, did the Europe trip we did for the for the, the GOB. We did a did a good trip with um, Wingo and Ballard and yeah. Tully. Yeah. Tully was eighteen. We did that. I was I think I was twenty five. Yeah. And we got we stayed in France for a little bit and got paid got, got looked after there. But I'm Shell Hoff. He let he, he hooked us up. Um, went up the Basque country, drinking red wine, playing backgammon Epic. with Mike Stewart and Epic. me and Tal and. Yeah, just you know, just stuff like that. They're, they're, they're the moments I like, you know, look back on and yeah. I think it's the same for everyone today too. I don't think it changes much between like these moments where you get to get like. It, I think there's much less mainland European stuff now because everything's been drawn to the Canaries or we still got Portugal. But I feel like a lot yeah. of guys just kind of come and go from there a bit more. But like at least for Aussies, yeah. it's very much just like yeah, we get to the Canaries and we just all. No, it's so intense, like the adrenaline. You surf, surf Rontong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there's a lot of local guys, so it's kind of like it's, it's Hawaii, gnarly, hard to get waves. Yeah, right. But um, but also it's just so intense, like it's like crowd-wise or just just the wave. Ah, uh, the wave. Like yeah. you know, like looks, you, looks, you, looks, you're scared. Uh, looks gnarly. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, super it's, heavy. It's scary, and it's not like yeah, it's a it's a place that you don't really want to be half half cocked going out to. Nah, either. you know, you it looks be ready uh, for looks it. shallow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, well that's cool. Well, I mean, um, you're back on the boog today. You kind of, you still got it. I saw you. You still like scooping in the styles. All still there. Like, I mean, is it something that you're, you're talking about maybe getting back to Hawaii with Marlon in the future if he's going to do it? Like, are you up for the? Are you going to get ready for it? Oh, like, man, how do you? Have to, you like, know? how do you like, feel like, about I that? I just pretty much like stop bodyboarding. You know, occasionally I'd ride one out the shore break at Marnival. It was big. It was just big and closing out. You know, I'd go, yeah. I'd go out the basin at Marnival. That, yeah. That's always a fun spot to get to when, when it's everyone's still closing out. Yeah. Didn't ride a bodyboard for like years. Yeah. And um, just loved surfing, you know. And I, st I still surf, but you know, my back's been playing a little bit, so I'm back on the bodyboard. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not, easier it's with easier, your back easier. problem. Yeah. Just get, getting to your feet and like just through my middle area, you know. It's really. Okay. I don't know, you know. So I've just got to. I just found bodyboarding good easy, mate. As long as I don't do anything radical. Yeah. If I can just, you know, pull stay in on the rail. Pull in. That's what I want to do on a yeah. bodyboard. That's what you want to do, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And um, 
yeah, so surfing, it's kind of like, I don't know what it is. It's just the last six months, it's sort of, it's hurting my back. So I'm just getting back to, you know, yeah. trying, to, trying to get healthy again, you know? Sweet, sweet. So, Has it helped you, like, how old are you now? 48. 48. Yeah. So is this, um, is this kind of return to the sport in a sense, like, is it reinvigorating you as a, a guy? Like, is it something that you're finding is um, giving you like a second wind on this stuff? Like, how amped are you? Just the same, really. You yeah. know, I'm not like, it's good to catch up with everyone and, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm out in the water, keeping fit, that's about yeah. it, really. And, and just, like I said, it's enjoying with Marlon, you know, that's the reason why I'm bodyboarding again, I guess, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's, just, he's back into it and I, I am too, you could say, to a, to a degree. I still want to, I still surf, I enjoy surfing. Yeah. Because um, that's so hard and it's just, yeah. you can always just, always something to do, you need, you need to improve on the surfing, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Huh. I reckon that's a good spot to finish off on it. Like, Great. you're pretty chilled, right? Like, you're kind of like, you're pretty chill, dude. So it's like either way, you're kind of cool about it. Like it's not like you know, you're kind of like, no, I'm not like super invigorated. I'm just like, I enjoy that and I enjoy that. So it's, it seems like you've got a pretty balanced view of like, yes, sir, you of say how that. you work with the ocean and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, if, if the waves are for bodyboarding, I'll ride a bodyboard, and if, I, if it's surfing, I'll, I'll surf. You know, like I, mm. I did like a trip to the I went to the Tellos a few years ago on a surfboard, and it was just such a you know I've never really been on a trip like you know I've always been to Bali I've never yeah. really done a trip and that yeah. was just that was amazing the waves I got there you know yeah. and I said this really good spot on a berg it was really fun too so had a bit of best of both worlds there it was good yeah so do you find any weirdness because I, I noticed when I was going I was in Hawaii last and surfing a spot uh, near Haleiwa and um on a surfboard and then I had a buddy who wanted to have a go at the bodyboard and we switched over and I'm like People, do you find the change in attitude to yeah, you? Yeah, definitely, yeah. How interesting. You get on a bodyboard and people treat you differently in the surf straight away. You're on a surfboard and they're like, they'll, I've had some guys like just not talk to me. So exactly. They, they think I'm a surfer and I go back out on the bodyboard, they, they won't talk to you. He's this South African guy at the moment, but I just, I just, how are you, mate? You're just a you dick, It's been really friendly to me on a surfboard and he's just my body, he just looked away. It was like how amazing. How heavy is it? Yeah, and I'm like, you fucking idiot. You know, so I don't talk to you anymore, he can fuck off. You know? like, to me, it's the closest I, I think we can get as white people to experiencing racism. Like, it, to me, I, I don't know how much closer we can get to prejudice. Yeah, The way we're treated, like, on that moment. Yeah. And you can totally, so you've got that, because I've had that experience and I don't know if many others have had it, but like, you clearly have where you're on a surfboard and people will, you're visible and worth acknowledging, but then as soon as you're there on a different craft, you are completely almost invisible yeah, and certainly um, not worth acknowledging. It's weird, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Like, I get guys out in the local and they're like, are oh, you back on the boot? Matter. And I'm like, well, I've got a comp coming up next week. Well, I, went, I was being a bit of practice for this contest too, yeah, actually, and I went back out and everyone was like giving me a, not a hard time, it was like they were a bit shocked to see me on a bodyboard, you yeah. know? So I've got a contest next weekend, I'm practicing it, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that's that's sort of how that is, you know? It's interesting, huh? Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny. Humans are wacky creatures when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, it blows my mind, but there we go. There's a shared experience. Let's let's wrap it up on that. Thank you. No worries. For hooking up. Thanks, Josh. Legendary. Yeah, thanks, mate. Appreciate the Hero the of mine, certainly. And, thanks, um, mate. Yeah, I look forward to um, seeing you out there more on the Berg and yeah, for sure. or just doing whatever the fuck you feel is good at the time. That's right. We'll do it. Rad. Thanks. We'll wrap it up there. So that was a chat by the water there with Matt Riley um, overlooking the... Kaima Pro, some nice waves for that event. It was really good for that event to to get some decent swell. Uh, the the first year was a 
pretty tough one for everyone, but uh, the 2019 event really delivered. Um, huge thanks to Matt for sitting down and having a chat, and and it's just so great to see him part of the sport in a in a significant way again. You know, he's um definitely hitting the water more than ever. That's what kids will do, I guess. They they get you back out in the water. So big thanks to him. Really appreciate it. Got a lot of respect for the guy. And um, I know there's a lot of bodyboarders who have listened to this podcast now who are probably dreaming up all of the those stylish turns and spins and inverts of Riley from back in the day. So, um, yeah, absolute legend. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And uh, stay tuned for a few more real soon. The book, 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 the